Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Kostas Simikas. Chelsea need Mendy again. The highest of dramas here. Simikas for Liverpool and wins it for Liverpool. A nerveless penalty, no wonder he's off and running. They win the FA Cup at the expense of Chelsea. Well, a classic derby that was between uh, Liverpool and uh, Chelsea, of course. Um, Merseysiders uh, against Londoners, but a real matchup of two form teams. And that was uh, the outcome of last year's FA Cup final. And that uh, is one of the major focuses of uh, this weekend's uh, world of football because we're down to the last 32 teams in the 2023 FA Cup as such. Some wonderful matchups, some interesting matchups. But, uh, Ricardo, uh, one of the interesting things I always find about this is a sense of romance when you look at some of the sides playing in this competition. We'll start at the top, if you like, Man City Arsenal, the draw card game. Yeah, fantastic game. And, you know, this is a, the first of three times these two teams have to play each other in the next couple of months because, uh, for some reason, the way the draws worked, they haven't played each other in the league yet. And we're talking first versus second. So, I mean, if you're the managers of these teams, if you're Pep Guardiola or if you're Mikel Arteta, uh, you'd be thinking this is an opportunity to maybe get a mental edge over the opposition as well, Smithy. It is, uh, um, you know, and of course, the significance. Can we just talk about the significance now? Uh, Champions League, obviously, is the big goal because of the finance and this prestige there. Uh, the EPL in terms of stability, television rights, etc. Where does the FA Cup fit in? I think the FA Cup is third. You know, the League Cup is fourth, um, and I think that's the reality. There's been some talk uh, from people in the UK saying that they, they really want to bring, uh, put the emphasis back on the FA Cup. And there was talk a while ago that there's four places, you know, the top four qualify for the Champions League, um, top four qualify for the Champions League in uh, in the UK, uh, but uh, top four of the Premier League. But uh, maybe it should be the top three and the FA Cup winner and then put the emphasis back on the FA Cup for those big sides. Okay, right. Let's go down the list. We've got quite a few to get through. We won't mention them all, but what about, um, I, I mentioned the word romantic before. A great mm. mate of mine is a fellow by the name of David Lloyd. Bumble, one of the great television cricket commentators of all time, was on the board at Accrington Stanley for a little while. They're up against Leeds. Accrington Stanley against Leeds. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a great matchup, isn't it? It's what the the FA Cup is all about. And Aki Stanley are, are battling at the moment in the third tier, League One. Uh, and they've been there for a while, to be fair. And they've been, I think you'd have to say, they've been batting above their average to be in in, in League One with the the crowds they get and the the amount of revenue that they have as a club. So they've been doing very well there. They're at home. They have vociferous report and uh, support. And you know the other things, Smithy, you know all too well. Uh, Lancashire, Yorkshire, no, no love lost there, and it's certainly going to be a battle of that. Be interesting, very, very interesting as we continue to go down uh, the list here, and we come across a team 
by the name of Wrexham in the last 32 up against Sheffield United and Wrexham have made the headlines for ownership as much as anything else. Yeah, I mean, you've got Deadpool, uh, as he's probably better known about a lot of people, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's done, you know, famous actor and him and uh, Rob McElhenney, his, uh, his good friend who's uh, the writer and producer of a show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, they, they brought Wrexham. Uh, have you watched the Welcome to Wrexham, uh, Wrexham TV show on Disney yet, uh, Smithy? I, I have not seen it. Tell us a wee bit about it. Good. Yeah, it's a fantastic show. And, and it starts with the idea of these two guys buying the club and then going through and buying it. And then it's, it's less about the football, although there is football there. It's more about the people, you know. It's just telling stories of the people who are attached to this club, whether they work for the club, whether they're volunteers, whether they're fans, whether it's players that they're shipping out or players they're bringing in. And the whole way through it, you have, have Ryan and Rob, you know, sort of uh, taking it step by step all the way through. It's a, a fantastic series, and I hope we get a season two. I hope we get a season two because, man, there have already been some more great storylines for Wrexham this season. You couldn't lose, man. You couldn't lose to Reading, could you? Well, you never say never. Uh, you know who's in charge of Reading. Man United old boy uh, Paul Ince is the is the manager there. Uh, but Reading are, have been rocks and diamonds this year in the championship. They were, they were going great guns for a while, and, and then they dropped their bundle. So Paul Ince, uh, I think he's doing actually a pretty good job because Reading have financially been in the pop, and they had to drop a lot of players, uh, and they, they signed a lot of free agents because they just didn't have any money. Uh, so he's done a great job with them uh, to keep them out of relegation, I think, is a success for, for Paul Ince this season. So the FA Cup probably won't be their focus, but... You know, for the players, you tell the players that you guys get an opportunity to come to Old Trafford and test themselves against the best or some of the best in the country. Uh, you know, as you say, that romance of the cup, you never say never when it comes to the FA Cup, Smithy. You know that? Stoke City and Stevenage. Tell us a wee bit about Stevenage. Yeah, Stevenage Town are a, a club that have, uh, for a long time were a non league club. And then a while ago, they got promoted out of uh, out of the fifth tier into the fourth tier, and they did all right, got up to the third for a while, and then they went back down, and they had some financial issues, but they're back again, and uh, they're battling at the top end of the of League Two, which is the fourth tier. So if all, all going well for them, they will be a, a League One or third division club uh, next season. So this is a good. This is, a, this is going to be a really good battle because Stoke, um, you know, since the the Premier League days, uh, they've really struggled. They they've hardly bothered the playoffs, and uh, they're more often than not battling at the other end of the table. So they're, they're trying to avoid relegation at the moment from the championship. And, you know, if you are looking for an upset this weekend, you could do worse than Stevenage to beat Stoke, I think, because I think Stoke's eyes are very much on the league and trying to preserve their championship status. You can go back to 1867 when uh, Sheffield Wednesday uh, became a factor. They played, uh, uh, played a long, long way to ago. Actually, at one stage called the Wednesday Cricket Club. That's how far back they go. Uh, they're up against Fleetwood. I've got to say, I throw my hands up and say Fleetwood Mac I know. Tommy Fleetwood I've heard of. Uh, Fleetwood, fo- Fleetwood Football Club. Yeah, Fleetwood Town they're uh, on the west coast uh, just down from Blackpool. So that's their big rivalry is Blackpool. And they're another non-league club. But, you know, over the last 20 years we've seen a lot more non-league clubs climb into the, uh, the, the what they call league football, which is the top four divisions, and do well. Uh, and Fleetwood Town have been a, a quite a progressive club, a club that have really looked for players that have been cut uh, from established clubs and given them an op- opportunity. And uh, there was a bloke whose name you may recognise, uh, Jamie Vardy. Uh, they gave him his yes. lifeline. He came through Fleetwood Town and was signed to, uh, by Leicester out of Fleetwood Town. So, yeah, Fleetwood Town are a team that have uh, yo-yoed between 
uh, League One and League Two since they've been back up. Uh, they're kind of too too good for League Two a lot of the time, not quite good enough for League One. And uh, they're, they're, they'll be an interesting proposition for Wednesday, who are, you know, a glamorous club, as you said, storied history, but they're still in the third tier. So um, they did uh, very well to knock out Newcastle, uh, which was a really big win for them in the third round. So they knocked out Newcastle United, who are, of course, top four in the Premier League at the moment in the last round. So Sheffield Wednesday, again at home, Darren Moore, uh, the big former West Brom centre back in charge there and doing a very good job. I want to find some a little bit time a little bit later in the show because we need to talk about the Auckland City Football Club who are on the other side of the world. Uh, but just um, um, as we run out of time slightly in this segment, Phoenix women look at it back after a wonderful win last weekend. And the Knicks men's side, um, of course, so they're in Perth this weekend. Yeah, well, actually, they're, they're here. Perth are here this weekend. Oh, sorry. They're, they're, okay. Yeah, they've already yep. been to Perth. But, uh, yeah, no, that, that, that'll be uh, a good game. Perth didn't start the season particularly well. Ruben Zadkovic, who's a former player, he's only 36. He's taken the team on this year, uh, and it's taken a little bit of time to find his feet. But they've put a few results together, so it'll be a tough game. Perth are always, uh, you know, a team that are more than the sum of their parts, if you look at the, the makeup of their on the field. Um, um, there's there's some good players there that they've brought back. Australians who've gone over to Europe hasn't quite worked out, and, and they've come back. So uh, that'll be a good game. It'll, it's always a battle with Perth, as I've said. So looking forward to that one on Saturday afternoon. And then, yeah, Natalie Lawrence, um, hats off to her. She's done a fantastic job uh, last week getting a win for the Phoenix women's team. She changed things around, you know. She looked at it and went... Um, Things haven't been working. You know, we've we've been losing games by the odd goal, uh, and they haven't been able to get the points on the board. So last week she changed things up, and Chloe Knott, who's been a bit of a playmaker for them, she she kind of looked at her and thought a bit Clayton Lewis. Let's drop her back to sit in front of the defence, and she can kind of quarterback it from there with her playmaking ability. And Betsy Hassett, who who, who can run all day and has playing been playing that job, uh, been playing that role. She played up front as part of a front two, and uh, Betsy Hassett scored two. Phoenix scored five, and uh, a, a great win for them. And tell you the other story there, uh, Smithy is Millie Clegg, only young, only seventeen still. She signed for the Phoenix as an amateur, so she doesn't spoil her opportunities for a college scholarship in the United States with football. So she's playing as an amateur. She scored one and she set one up, and she had a fantastic game. She she looks a real talent. Well, that's a hell of a story. Great sacrifice that. Uh, thanks, Ricardo. We'll uh, come back to. Uh, I want to talk that Auckland City. We've got to find time for that.